Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double check. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Thanks. Where, for- <laughs> where we have the most shittest headphones, fucking or <laughs> brand roadcaster. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been dealt a lemon. Dealt so, a lemon, haven't we? So um, if you do see some clips, you'll see me popping headphones on, popping my headphones off. We've only got one channel that's um, yeah. unreal at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a lemon. We fucking got all excited when we first got it, the old Roadcaster Pro, which is a good bit of gear when it works properly. When we first got it, like two of the buttons were fucking up, but we're like, oh, we're too excited to send it back. Yeah. And now we got one earphone jack working. <laughs> Yeah, we just checked the warranty on it the other day, and they said, yeah, it's um, a couple of days out, but we'll honour it. But it was another couple of weeks just to get a new Raycaster. So if we send it away, then fucking guess what happens? No podcast. No fucking podcast. So here we are, putting up with shit. I'll tell you what, I've fucking put in the hard yards this week, bruh. Yeah? Proper. Been awake for 24 hours, going on 24 hours. I'm absolutely fucked. Running on caffeine and a dream, bro. Same, on the V. A dream to pepper ear holes with yarn for a living. <laughs> That's me dream. Manifesting, talking shit for a job into reality, one podcast at a time. What are you doing with that? Try to tighten the mic. <laughs> What's she a bit loose? Yeah. <laughs> Dramas. How is it without the earphones? It's a bit oh, weird. It is a bit weird. You can see, hear a few outside noises, but nah, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. We'll fucking we'll get there. But bra, tell you what, the old health has uh, taken a backward seat of late. Hey, uh, you know, we got on the old man shakes and lost all that weight a while ago. 
Yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, uh, that Nick has rapidly gone downhill of late. Plenty of Maccas, hot box, energy drinks. Some might even say I've let myself go. There's, uh, there's actually a competition getting around at the moment that celebrates a rig like mine, a once-respected temple that's been abandoned and left to do its thing. What comp's that, bruh? Budgie Smuggler, most ordinary rig contest. Fucking oath. An event like no other to celebrate the big thickies far and wide and give them the chance to show off the rig they've put all their blood, sweat and beers into. I heard uh, Hello Sport lipping up the other day. They reckon they've got the winner amongst their community. I reckon that's bullshit. Surely between our lot of hot box bashers, we've got the golden child, the most ordinary rig in odds. How do they enter brass? Let them know. Just post a photo of you or a mate in a pair of smugglers with hashtag ordinary rig Oz and at Budgie Smuggler. So that's like on your story and that on Instagram and shit. Feel free to tag us too. We'll give you a little share if you're part of the Alpha Blokes community. Yeah. Photos should show some character. Put in a bit of a smile on the judges' faces. Bonus points for likes, shares on social media. Entries close 5 p.m. on Monday, the 3rd of October, so don't miss out. Yeah, fucking get into it. Be a bit cheeky with your photos. Fucking get into it. Uh, And this is what you can win. The glory of the title, Australia's most ordinary rig. Ten grand total, half to you and half for your chosen community, sports club or charity. Uh, enter into the final of the world's most ordinary rig, October 23, and uh, a billboard in your hometown with welcome to the town, home of Australia's most ordinary <laughs> rig. How fucking good would that be? That's probably Steaming into town. And if someone from our community takes a comp, there'll be something in it for you. Don't know yet, but there'll be fucking something. Mate, in, uh, in other news, my lip's nearly all, uh, all good. Herbie free. Yeah. Oh. It's only a little... Little Don on it. Apparently, apparently the experts are calling it um, the longest uh, lip heel of all time. Who's the experts? Oh, I don't know. I just heard them talking. <laughs> you know, heard a, blokes, a few blokes talking about it. Yeah, but, it has um, it just got the... Holy fuck, bro. It's like, I feel four motherfuckers with cold sores, dude. I really do. Because that was just the most annoying fucking two weeks. Yeah, just, imagine the middle of summer. Oh, bro. It's so painful. Like, your lip. Is pretty important for a lot of things. You know what I mean? And when yeah, it's yeah. this dirty big sore on it, man, it was that was dramas. Like I'm You never stop talking, so yours would take a lot longer to heal than the average. That's right. It just gets fucking battered against the top one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean though? Like it that was dramas. A few blokes actually reached out about it too. I think one lad about the cold sore thing. Yeah, I think he had the same thing as you or something. No, I think he said, yeah, man, it was fucked growing up. Like, as in you go to a party or something and they just sidestep you. Like, but, yeah, yeah. it'd be fucked. But, um, yeah, so it's coming good, though. I'm nearly at the other side of it. I reckon a couple more days and I'll be um, I'll be good. But trust me, I'll be wearing a fucking hat and getting around like old Roy Simons used to with the old white zinc. <laughs> I reckon, fuck that. That was shit. But, mate, how's, uh, how's your week been? Yeah. I've got one week to go. Nearly finished nights. Yep. And then wedding coming up. The big wedding. Honeymoon for a few days. And yep. then I think if we, everything sorts out, we'll be maybe home for that tradie fight night. And then yeah. we're heading to Sydney. Yeah. Booked a little trip into Sydney. Go catch up with a few weapons down there, hopefully. Get a few uh, chats in for you. But, mate, how are you you're keen to get off these nights? Yep. Mate, yep. Remember, remember Gary Larson said, 
if we were meant to uh, work on night shift, we'd have a fucking torch on there for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're just not meant to, are you? Like, the human isn't it, nocturnal. It's the funny part of the project where you're, what are you, five weeks in now, whatever, and mm. everyone's coming out with that chat that, um, oh, you're not meant to be doing this much night shift. It takes 10 years off your life and shit like that. Yeah, right. But I fucking agree. Yeah, oh, man. It can't it be good for you. you. No, it can't be good for you. 100%. No, it can't be. I don't think so either. I think long-term night shift just fucks you up. I don't think I ever recovered from when I did that year straight out of Mara. I still don't like the the um, changing halfway through, like only doing two or three nights and then going back. Like I feel like the seven, by the end of the seven, I'm sort of in the routine, in the routine. a bit. Yeah, definitely. When you only do two or three, man, it just fuck, like you just get into the routine and you change. Yeah, that that one I was doing um, three nights and then um, four, swing over to four days. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I forgot to say, I'm on the old um, – Ginger beers today, gingeries, vodka soda. When you're on the V, I'm on the the night shift diet, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Mm. What is the night shift diet for the unhealthy? It's the V, definitely. Pack of the yeah. chips, P- fucking. It's the energy drink, straight up. They How about those pen. blokes that just froth an iced coffee? You know mm. the iced coffee blokes. Yeah, 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 they're everywhere. Everywhere. They're, they're, there's always the iced coffee bloke. There's not like normally- someone that just drinks one oddly. They're either a real iced coffee bloke. And I reckon they love smoking darts. That's like, the other one. Yeah. Like the iced coffee bloke's the dart machine, eh? Yeah, Winnie Blues will fucking. Yeah, Winnie Blues will fuck off. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon the most popular dart is? I'm interested. Like, I always ask the boys, what are you, what are you fucking smoking there, bruss? I don't know. And what, what, we used to I run used, the Winnie Golds. Winnie Golds. Remember? With the old high flow filter. I used to run the old hollow points. Hollow points, that's right. (laughs) I used to run the fucking... um, PJ moments. I used to run Winnie Golds and then Winnie Gold pouches and then every now and again if I was feeling a bit fruity, I'd get a uh, Port Royal pouch to treat myself. Going camping or something. That was between the Port... all the champ rubes. Yeah, the old champion rubes. Fuck, that shit used to stink. (laughs) Thank fuck I'm not doing that. Mate, it's nothing like White Ox. Yeah, The boys out at work smokes that. Pooh. Fucking hell, it's wild. But to, like talking on working hard though, like I'm still I've only just grasped the concept of like working hard as in like we grew up in an industrial town, right? Fair physical and, and, work. And it's physical work and you never saw working hard as anything but but holy fuck man, the last couple of months like I've really understood what working hard is not physically. Like, I have been at work, a lot of breakdowns and shit too, but just with this and the computer yeah, and mental, the editing and the fucking... Mentally draining. Emails and, the in, like, you the invoicing and just so much shit mentally. It's like, holy fuck. You'd, yeah. I think the loser's part is, like, when you wake up from nights and then, bang, you got 15 minutes before you got to be on a um, Zoom call or a Google Meet or something like that. That's or right. You, or... I'm trying to get back to you if you've been on the opposite shift or mm. you're trying to get back to me about texts, about stuff, and then obviously family life balance. Mate, like... Everything like, else. But it's all going to pay off. It's all about the fucking hustle, bruh. Like, it's going to fucking pay off. I know it is. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, as in getting home from a 12-hour night shift and sitting there for two hours editing yeah, clips and getting reels and shit together and doing that sort of shit. Like that's the fucking last thing I feel like doing. But it's like, you know, but it must. All about. This process of people being trying to be successful and stuff like that. This is you're learning 
this is what's part of it. Yeah, I, exactly. I guess, yeah. 100%. Well, if you want the most part of it for yourself and not want to give it out, you know. But anyway, yeah. we're learning heaps. And all the big doggos, like those mems I've seen, they're like, if you sleep over six hours a fucking night, you're not going to be successful. <laughs> yeah, fuck up, mate. <laughs> you need to prioritise your time a bit more. Yeah. Like, at the moment, I'm the same as that, but, I mean, I don't want to plan it. It's not like I like doing that. I'd rather fucking fuck, no. move it into something later on. But, um. Oh, well, yeah. I might be successful. Today was five, mm. but I'm planning on that honeymoon to be 14. Yeah, that's right. Sleeping and root. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my round, bro, I had a few little fucking dot points from that, actually. On my way out, there was a couple of fucking cyclists on the beef road. On the beef road. So out. in the middle. A bit out of place out there. In the middle of it, man, like two of them with the full camel packs on, right? And just up the guts in, like, waves of heat. They're just riding. And I'm just, like, I felt like pulling over for an interview, man. <laughs> like, stopping. Hey, mate, do you mind if I have a word with you? Are you fucking lost or what? Like, what is doing? I understand. Where, where, that's where they, like, once you come off the dingo turn off, like. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they like, sort of, yeah. way part. Like, as in a moment where you're, like, an hour and a half deep into a podcast sort of shit. But were these were like the charity tour blokes, or these the actually tight pants coffee club ten o'clock on Saturday? Heroes, or they were lost. Like I, if there's like a charity event and they're doing it for something, it's like okay, you can see that. But just to do it for fuck all, like that's what I mean. So they didn't have enough kid on them to be traveling. Nah, nah. oh, they sort of did. Like yeah, they were they were fully packed up. I, yeah. I don't know, but I just fucking it just blew me away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got different hobbies. Yeah, that's right. Me too. Fucking oath. I um when I got there though, I went in, got my first crib. And um there was this bloke in the mess, and we all know that I love a good saying, right? Like I love hearing it, like overhearing it and just banking it, right? Yeah. But this bloke said one and I'll be fucked if I can figure it out and I need your help. I was just getting I was getting some popcorn in a dish behind these cunts, and our mate comes up to our mate and he goes, uh Hey, you going, mate? And he goes, um, any better, I'd rust. <laughs> and uh, I've never I, heard I that. sort of went, ha, ha, and then I went, what the fuck's that mean? Like, it's got to have a bit of narrative behind it. Yeah, yeah. It, does he mean, like, any better, I'd be made of metal, which means I'd rust, or any better, I'd fucking, like, I don't get it. Because yeah, I'm that, like, that oh, oh, so many like, ways, like if you've had fucking erection problems. How you going, mate, these days? Mm, Any better, yeah. I'd rust because I'm fucking hard as steel. Yeah, something like that, maybe. I but, I know. mean, to be a saying like that, I feel like it needs to be easily gotten. Like, bang, yeah, that's prime, good one, fucking, you know. Well, you should have done it for the people. You should have said, hey, yeah, I've, well, got the, I've, I've got the popcorn already. I Sit me down should, for a story, I mate. Sh- I should have said, mate, what the f- I should have said, mate, what the fuck's that mean out of interest? I like the sound of it, but I can't use it because I don't know what the fuck it means. You know? Imagine him swinging around going, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, don't say shit sayings, cunt. <laughs> You're fucking going to... Dis- I'm a filter, mate. Yeah, that's right. I'm a lip connoisseur. You can't fucking throw lip around me that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, yeah, so you don't, like, you don't know. don't know. Must be something about maybe being hard. Well, that being a hard cunt, maybe. Any heart, uh, I don't know, but yeah, so that fucked me for a while. That had me fucked for a couple of hours because, like, like I said, I pride myself on on fucking 
me yarn and sayings. Oh, I'd love to hear some feedback on this one, actually. Yeah. But can you get back to us there? What the fuck? There's so many tangents you could go down. Yeah, that's right. Let us know if you know the story behind that or if this pelican just made it up any better or rust. So, mate, when you, like, you deal with, uh, or you used to deal with radio chat a lot. Do you deal with it now still on the radio? I used to deal with it. Like the two-way fucking shit? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nothing drives me more insane. Mate, what did you used to do when you come across a bit of sass? Like a real sassy bloke for no reason on there that just fucking round, like just hit you with sass. Did you have any techniques? Yeah, radio silence. Did you? Well, I've got another one. You're going to have to put your headphones back on for this. Are they, are they working a bit out of it? Because nah, really I, do you know, well, Mr. Look, do you know Mr. G from Summer Heights High? Do you remember that, cunt? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I found a snippet, and I've put it on my phone, and whenever someone just unnecessarily sasses me, <laughs> this is what I fucking hit them with. So obviously, obviously that's a long-winded version, and it's normally just the start. The meow, <laughs> meow, 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 and it fucking works prime. What do you get back? It's uh, it's like a mixture. It's a fucking. It's ended up being all everyone was doing by the end of the round. Like you get blokes walking in the crib room just going meow. <laughs> <laughs> like today, you just get like a narrative for the round, and everyone just peppers it. Yeah, like, yeah, that was yeah. it. The word round. for the week. Yeah, that was it. It's like a boys trip. Like, you had that word. You just all say for like, the week. Here's grown men, like fucking a boily covered in shit, walking in with his crib, going meow, <laughs> yeah. meow, 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 meow. But fucking, it was just funny because like it works in a couple of ways. Brings morale up, and it shows old mate that he's been a sassy cunt. And to pull his head in without saying that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a little meow. And he's like, oh, righto. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I've been yeah. a cock, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so I was drilling that this round. Thought it was a good one. Look up Mr. G. Round on YouTube if you want to find that one. <laughs> I've only, I've mainly just ignore it. But I remember that one day um, a truck driver with um, about three teeth in his head <laughs> um, said, can I have a chat to you? And I just rattled off the pole and you're like cleaning up for the other trucks. Yeah, and yeah. I just swapped someone else out. And he yeah. goes, Can I have a chat, mate? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm a bit busy. He goes, Oh, Johnny, be a minute. Anyway, I pull the dozer up next to the truck. He comes down and he goes, Hey, mate, I don't know if you know how to drive these things, but I used to do this for a living. Oh. And he goes, You put your blade on the ground and you knock it up twice to cut. I literally just swapped old mate out, did one run to keep the bin full. And, and he's telling you how to back. do it. Yeah, like I haven't cleaned up yet. And I said, you just fucking pull me up to fucking tell me how to drive a dozer. I said, if you were that fucking flash hot, mate, you wouldn't be driving a fucking truck, would you? <laughs> uh, what do you reckon? It was just it was lipping, lipping off a bit. And then I think I did say, just get back in your fucking truck. And then I, mean, I still remember, like, a few boys that listen, they probably laughing going, I remember this. Because yeah, yeah. that um, end of the shift, 
Because they said it over the he said it over the main radio. They're yeah. like, someone's like, Cam, who the heck was that person that said he needs to have a chat to you on the pile? He's just lipped you. I said, oh, some fucking wing nut and dragon. <laughs> Whole truck. Some wing nut with three teeth. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, yeah, that's no, pretty much the only one I've um, kindly mentioned he should get back in his fucking truck. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere, mate. But oh, how it's... many times does that happen in our game when you do do that swap out and maybe someone's a little bit lazier in their operation skills than the other and you yeah. do the quick oh. crossover period Yeah, and, and just... then the truckies are coming through going, what the fuck? Yeah. Mate, what I, what I hate, and, right, <clears throat> what I hate as well. Is so when I'm in the fucking machine, the two way chat, I keep to an absolute fucking minimum. Like, as in, you got to positively communicate, be like, yep, such and such truck coming onto the ROM. Loader goes, copy that, such and such truck. That's me fucking done. Unless they talk to me. It shits me when you get a bloke on the loader before you who just yarns about fucking everything unnecessarily. So they're in the mood to chat. I get on there and they all want to chat and I'm thinking, shut the fuck up. I want to listen to tunes and shit, you know? And what sadly, a- if there's a half good-looking chick with good chat on her and the miners and she'll talk back, that is the worst scenario ever because you got four blokes from the pit trying to talk to the one girl oh, and she's got grubs. a bit of a topic for the day or whatever. Oh, uh, mate. Yeah, it's painful, isn't it? It can be very painful. The old mine site radios, bros. And then you're the... I think I've said a few times this is a mining channel, mm. and then I'm the worst bloke. In the <laughs> yeah, world. you're a grub. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, mate. The the last thing out at work this round that I bumped into that I've always not been a fan of. I wanted to get your opinion on. What's your thoughts on chicken snags? Yeah, in the right setting, you reckon? These be the ones the old girl used to get. I haven't seen them in ages. She must have got them from some butcher, and they'll prime. I reckon they're the fish finger of the snag world. Oh, no, I'm a fan. So this is this is my thought, right? This is my theory. With beef sausages, pork sausages, you get heaps of offcuts of meat off of a cow and a pig, right? Heaps of offcuts that you can put in that just don't quite fit in places. If you mm. get a fucking cooked chook, you strip that motherfucker to nothing. Oh, you just put it, it in hull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what the fuck is the scraps for for a chook that's going into a snag? I reckon it's like the fish frames, but it's a chicken frame getting gurneyed and compressed. They're literally probably feathers and all. Yeah, bud. I just, you know what I mean? I just look at it and go, where the fuck's the scraps off a chicken? But uh, when you cook a whole roast chook, what do you leave? It's pretty much the carcass anyway. That's what I mean. There's nothing left. Where a pig and a, and a cow, there's little bits and pieces that are still edible. Yeah, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where a chicken, you fucking demolish that whole thing. So where the fuck do they even get the meat to make the chicken out of the chicken? Waste a good chicken. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Got me fucked this round. I was looking at it going, you can jam that chicken snag up your door. Fucking who says? Are they oh, the full-size ones or those little nah, chicken? Little ah, yeah, I wouldn't go near them. No, nah, little fuckers, man. It's like they're, like they're just quails or something. Like, bro, who in their right mind? You go, hey, bro, um, go grab us fucking a 24-pack of snags. If he rocked up with chicken snags, I'd be like, what's fucking wrong with you, cunt? If I ever see a 24-pack, I'll probably buy them. You reckon? Of chicken snags. Oh, I'm not that big to... of a fan of them, but, like, I don't mind them. Oh, look, I've eaten them before. Yeah, It's yeah. just I sat Not there of those little ones. I'm with sat... you on those with those little ones. I just sat there and thought about it 
this round a bit and just thought, no, nah, I'll probably avoid them. I'm still lost on the fact that Tasmanians call them little boys, those little... Cheerios. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking dodgy. That is <laughs> that is dodgy. Yeah, you can't... You call little... You call Cheerios little boys. That is fucking... Some, that's what is doing there. That's dodgy, bro. Isn't it? <laughs> that's dodgy as fuck and you just eat them. Very dodgy. Put them in your mouth. Dad stitched me up this week. <laughs> what did he do? He um, dropped two pies, though, like the, the big ones. Oh, the, yeah, like, big pies, like yeah, the pie drive like, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, beauty. Apple and I thought it was just like a plain pie. <laughs> Fucking steak and kidney. Oh. I texted him and, he, and, and, that, steak and, and, kidney, and, and he's like, oh, sorry, I thought it was just steak. <laughs> oh. oh, I actually, mean, oh, it. That was the night I had a few runs with um, Mitchie the other night, yeah. only one night off. And Cass and all you beauty will cut this fucking pie up as a bit of a late night snack and whatever. And um, she and Cass gone to bed. Mitch had gone home, mm. and because we were a little bit dodgy on it when I sent him the SIK, and yeah. we're like, oh, I'll have a go. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I had one slice of it. I'm like, like pretty drunk. I'm like, I'll be able to put up with anything. I'll just act like it's a beef sausage. I don't know what's in it. Yeah, just eat it. Yeah. Nah. Nah. No. Really taste just the what's really, the taste of it? Just really like a strong, yeah, just uh, shit. What tastes like an organ? Pretty much <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I've eaten a little bit of liver. It's just like a more tasteless. I don't know. Yeah, say tasteless. It's a, that's a, it's stitch, a weird flavor. That's a stitch up from the old boy though. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it just drops the old steak and kidney off. And I'll go. I'm still going. Yeah, I appreciate what you've done, but. And he, but he didn't know. He thought it was steak. Oh, yeah. I don't know who he got him off. Well oh, he's going. Hang he's on. Done he didn't, yeah, he's done me. See, the old boy's smart. He's, oh, sorry, mate. I thought it was a steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably doesn't like yeah. apple either. Yeah. <laughs> so the other one was apple. Yeah, I haven't oh, cooked that yet. that's a fucking rough end of stick. Could be anything. Well, could it could be. be arse now. It's just got A on it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I was saying the other day? Um, there was a mem. Um, I had to go. Blokes will eat. A random's ass off Tinder, but they won't eat liver and kidney. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Well, you get more out of an ass, like yeah, in, yeah. in the big scheme of things. Yeah, that's you know, right. Plenty of other stuff going on, not just the taste. I'd love to be able to do that raw liver or something like that. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able to eat a random's ass. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, man. I I'm just such a snob with it. I suppose growing up just eating normal meat. That now, like, organs just don't appeal to me. No. Oh, you want to have some kidney? No, no, I don't, actually. You want to have some liver? No. It comes back to, like, people that didn't eat a heap of seafood, like you, growing up. Yeah, bro. And I didn't adventure off either. I've got nothing against people. I actually did enjoy it in the later ages. Mm. I've got nothing against people who fucking drill liver and kidney and shit, but it's fucking not for me. Good on you. And I understand, too, that people in, like, Areas where they got to use the whole thing, you know, like they harvest wild game themselves and shit. They'll try and use as much as they can. So, yeah, good on them. But uh, while we're on the pie chat, though, remember I put we said that thing about best Australia's pie, best yeah. pie. I got a few fucking things from the boys. Now, obviously, we can't go to these places. So, just if you're living there, thought I'd give you as a fucking bit of a thing. So, I'll avoid you guys. I can't go past a pie from Gumtree Pies and highly rate the lamb and mint jelly pie. I'd be about that. Oh, couldn't you like anything. the mint with your lamb? Fuck no, it's prime. I reckon mint with lamb can fuck off, and apple sauce can get the fuck out of my roast pork as well. 
That's oh, that, yeah, I'm not a fan of the apple sauce, but I, mint with lamb is just a good texture. Like I, and obviously the majority agree with you. I just, I am an absolute whore for gravy. Like I, I love gravy, especially in roast. So I can make a prime gravy with the juices in roast. So I, there's the idea of a mint something. I'm just like, nah, I just love that gravy taste with the meat, you know? But um, that's why you survived in fucking mining camps for this long. Yeah, I just smother shit with, with gravy. gravy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. So that's what he reckons anyway. I fucking I don't know how I'd go. Where was it? What town was that? Um, in? didn't say. Oh, he said from Gumtree Pies. Um, oh no, he goes. This joint is down in the northeast Victoria and originates from Yakandanda. If you ever get the chance, get around one. There you go. NATO reckons Mafra pies down in Mexican land, Victoria. Mafra? Yeah. Uh, Jai, when you're in New South Wales, go to Hayden's Pies in Aladulla. Best pies around. Old Aladulla. That's a fucking ripper name. Old Dave? Spelt D-E-V-E. Dave. Is that Deviant? Davey. Dave or Davey? On your Dave. On your bruh. Um, Fernvale Bakery pies are the best in Queensland, lads. Get your cold, sore lips around one. (laughs) (laughs) Copy that. Have you been to that? Fernvale? I don't even know what the fuck that is. No. Lethal reckons best pie in Australia comes from the Traveller's Rest Cafe in Gin Gin. Old two gins. Doesn't matter what sort of pie you want, they have the best one. That's a bit closer to home. Yeah, I think I've been to that one. Have you? Correct me if I'm wrong, but that an oyster pie up there in the rack, and I was not a fan. That has got to be the worst combo. Are you kidding? But I do remember the pies were unreal. A fucking oyster pie. Yeah, who the heck would eat that? Bud. Be like me picking my nose for fucking two weeks. Filling like, would a pie. they do it with a gravy or? Oh, like, yeah. I don't know how they put it together. Do you reckon might... you misread it? Or was nah, it there? Nah, it was there. It was there. there. Yeah. There oh. was one in um, Childers, actually, the lasagna pie, and I was about that. Mm. A bit of marinara sauce and uh, cheesy crust or something, and then yeah. the beef pie and zod. Yeah, that's the go. Corn, meat, and white sauce pie. Have you ever tried that? No, I'm oh. not a big fan of the white sauce. Aren't you? No. Righto. Well, yeah, that's I've had that before too, which is pretty good, but it depends what you're into. But yeah, so, so he's never had us over for a fucking dinner. We're fussy lot. Yeah, that's right. You have to fucking check in with us, and uh, we'll probably be opposite, so you'll have to do a gravy and a mint sauce. <laughs> Two but, separate uh, dinner parties. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Uh, Jack as well said, um, cr- uh, Cranston pies, Cranston pies. Yeah, they, they are good. Plain pie. He reckons plain pie with peas and black sauce. <laughs> Have you ever been a peas operator nah. with your pie? No, uh, neither. I think that's an old boys thing. Me, me granddad fucking froths it. I know. Um, actually, you get peas on a young fella. I know a few lads at the pie mole back in the apprenticeship days used to fucking run the peas mm. on the pie. Yeah. There you go. So if you're in any of those areas, give it a fucking go. Now, uh, going on with the last episode sort of thing, following up on a couple of things, um, selling the ute on Marketplace. Yep. I haven't sold it. No. Uh, A couple of things. I've been offered $12,000 less than it. Yeah. I've been asked to swap for a boat. Fucking... One message said, uh, really keen if you're interested in a straight swap. My partner is willing to give a blowjob in the shower while he abseils. 
So <laughs> every cunt, every cunt is on just, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all those ones are like, like with the boat swap, yeah, it was yeah. like a fucking three meter punt and said, and cash my way and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. It's just an absolute carry on. They found a way you actually maybe replied. So or- I'm going to leave that ad on there. I'm going to leave it on there just for a fucking joke. Send me your best proposals. Find it on Marketplace. I'm not telling you any more info. It's a blue Hilux. Oh. So get on there on Marketplace. This and, thing's never getting sold. And send me a fucking offer. <laughs> so what's your oh. way around? Are you going to put it on car sales? Yeah, yeah. I'll put it on. I'm not, I'm not in a massive rush. I just thought I'll chuck it on there before I go, but I'll chuck it on car sales properly. But I thought I'll leave it on Marketplace mm. just to see what we fucking get, bro. But, yeah, so it'll be pretty fucking funny. But generally we're talking about Marketplace missions. Mm-hmm. I've got an idea for our first episode. So, like, obviously this is when we have enough first time. First episode or what? I reckon what first, like, visual episode. Like, I want to do, like, a little series, man, Marketplace Missions, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is my idea for episode one. So, we look up all the boxing bags for sale, right, in West Gladstone. has to be Barney Point or West Gladstone, like the slums. And fucking, um, you know, get five or six lined up. Now, me or you. Do you reckon they'll have a heavy bag? Oh, no. oh, either judge. either I way, judge. either way, on a, uh, probably a, boxing a bag. bag full of bricks. Yep, probably. But I want to <laughs> see if there is one. I want me or you to dress up as a boxer, like full on boxer outfit, and the other one like a trainer with a whistle and shit. And oh, have the tracky suit, and then roll in there and be like, "Yeah, man, I just want to test it out beforehand," and just full go, <laughs> like just flog the fuck out of this bag with the trainer there, yep. and then at the end be like, "Oh, nah, it's not really." Not really me feel and just fuck off. Like, can't imagine. Oh. Imagine someone just seeing a bloke dressed in a boxer come in, flog the fuck out of the bag, and just you'd just be going, "What's doing?" <laughs> it's just, it's just figuring out how you like. But are you gonna have it hung up, or you're just gonna get on the ground, well, that, the ground well, and pound it? <laughs> well, either way, it'd be fucking funny dropping elbows in on it. Would be funny if you had someone else doing the trainer. One comes in as jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. If it's laying on the ground, you just yeah. wrap the thing up. Put your gi on. Give the gi on. <laughs> I just reckon, like, but how would you go about filming it? Like, as in, you'd need someone hidden back. You'd need oh, the microphone right. on. You start getting into like that fucking yeah, you yeah. Know, prank, I don't know. You, stuff, but yeah, yeah. You saw, but I don't know. I just thought it'd be fucking funny. I don't know. Do in my head the old marketplace missions. I reckon like a natural one. Of like someone filming from a car and you just walk in, random off the street, and then you start laying into this bag under the internal <laughs> stairs or something. Or just to someone's joint that's not selling it. No, no, no. And then it's, <laughs> hey, do you want to sell this thing? <laughs> like they walk down and they go, what the fuck? Good What's bag, fuck? mate. Like you spot one under a Queenslander yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you're just going ham on it. And old mate comes out of his house and goes, what the fuck, mate? What the fuck, mate? And he goes, oh, you want to sell this thing? I'm looking for a fucking hard bag. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be good. There's so many things you can do. And even like you said the other day, just the thing where we get like 500 bucks each and we just see who gets the best shit. The funniest thing. The best shit. Or you walk in, think you're going to buy this, and you end up walking out with fucking their clothesline or something like that. Yeah. Fucking oath with a Datsun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But anyway, options are endless there. How many of you blokes out there are running your own show, going well, kicking ass, but get snowed under with the paperwork side of things? The invoices, the travel and accommodation scheduling, the inbox and calendar management or project work like database cleanup, implementation of policies and procedures. Well, we have the solution for you. 
Virtuoso Consultancy is a virtual assistant company that specializes in helping businesses with all day-to-day tasks, including accounts, travel accommodation scheduling, inbox and calendar management. If you've never heard of a virtual assistant, they're a remote contractor who offers administrative support to you and your business. Amanda at Virtuoso Consulting has worked in the mining industry in Queensland and is skilled in delivering quality business support for contractors. Contractors, trades, FIFOs, DIDOs, if you need help with day-to-day tasks, like previously mentioned, Virtuoso Consultancy can help. Sometimes you just don't have time to get off the tools. How many times have you been owed thousands but just don't have time to invoice out the work that's been completed? For example, if you're a tradie and your hourly rate is 100 bucks an hour, it may take you up to three hours doing the two-digit shuffle on a laptop to follow up and enter invoices from suppliers, invoice the job out, and follow up on payments. Just one job can cost up to 300 bucks that can't be charged. Whereas the virtu- with Virtuoso Consultancy, three hours might only take 1.5 to two hours and costs around 100 to 150 bucks, cutting your, cutting your costs in half. Free up some of your value time and contact Amanda at virtuosoconsultancy.com.au. That's V-I-R-T-U-O-S-O consultancy.com.au. Um. Before we fucking move on to a little bit of other stuff here, um, I something happened a while ago, and it's to do with like the best thing that you've gotten away with in your life. Like, as in, and the way it come on was like a while ago, like years ago, me and the missus signed up for Foxtel, right? Yeah, we signed up for it, and fucking whatever happened, and we had all the shit, and we um, I think we had all like movie channels, fucking sport, all all the shit, Discovery. Whatever. And we, we discovered like a few months after that we were only paying like, I don't know how much, 20 bucks a month or whatever it was, was way under what we should have been. Yeah. But, you know, all we were doing was paying the bill they were sending us. And it was like, all right, well, I'm not saying anything. Living in Are you denial. Say anything? Yeah, no. Well, yeah. we're not denying anything. Yeah. We're yeah. just like, oh, cool. It's 20 bucks. And um, for years, like two or three years, and got all the channels and shit. And fucking, they sent us a letter the other day, bro, saying, oh, we've just realised there's a stuff up on our end. You won't have to pay anything as it was our problem, but from now on you'll have to pay this amount. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, hello, okay, oh, see you, Foxtel. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. Fucking, how yeah. good's that, though? That's right. Three years or four years of that, fucking primo good. Foxtel for fuck all. That is good going. How good is that going? You hear about it all the time with people with, like, um their power bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of a couple of stories like that that they just um it's got off pretty me- well with it. The meter or something was stuffed up, or yeah. Did you hear about that bloke that Powerfish talked to the other day that scammed through an ATM system, scammed millions out of this bank, found a loophole. That, that's a massive loophole to get into. Oh, I'm going to do a bit more research on it to share that, but this dude, like, it's a full on, full on yarn. I'll fucking, I'll do yeah, a bit right. more research because I don't want to talk out my ass, but it's pretty cool. But to go on with that, one of the boys out at work, like I was saying about that thing, I'm like, what do you got away with? He reckons um, when he got his first phone in high school, bro, some glitch happened and he never paid data. There was unlimited data on his phone. Oh, how good would that be as a young fella? His whole plan. So he that always stream shit on his phone, no data. It never got to any sort of thing. And it only changed when he had to renew his plan and shit. For like four years, bro, he had no data. How cool is that? I'm sure there's other things. Like That's what I mean. Reach out if you've had something like that where you've just taken them for a ride, like as in just gone, oh, well, it's 
not like you're doing anything wrong. It's just they fucked up and you're not pulling them up on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck would? Oh, by the way, I think I should be paying more. <laughs> oh, but I've seen that a few times between, um, yeah, friends and couples and the, um, one of the partners rang up about it and oh. fucked them over. Yeah. They didn't know what was going on and they wanted to clear it up. And they're like, oh, we could have got away with that for so much longer. Yeah, look, you got to be but honest. But then you have that one partner and sometimes they go, oh, but we might have to back pay it or whatever. you got to be on the same page, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck it, darling, we're taking these grubs. <laughs> we're milking this thing. Or sometimes you're both going, oh, gee, we should have sorted that out. Now we're back paying fucking this. Well, I suppose it's one of those things where, like, um, for our for our Foxtel sort of example, we asked for a certain package. Yeah, that's whatever. a perfect. They they sent it out and they were charging that, it, th- and we're just like, oh, fucking, that's sweet. a good run, you know. And that's why we were just like, zip, not even. I didn't even tell me mates about that yeah, until yeah, after yeah. we've been done, and it's yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. that was a good fucking few years. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just good getting a win every now and again over them, you know. Yeah, just raping everyone. So yeah, like it's it. good getting one back. I um, I've got to bring this up. You know, I was driving the other day. And relived a childhood nightmare. True. Do you remember the school dentist mobile trailer? Mm. All white with that red um, strip along it. Did it have a tooth on the top? Oh, maybe the state school. Wasn't one. This giraffe. one might have been private schools, but some people might remember the big white yeah, triaxle yeah. van with the one, the red strip along it. That was pretty much like the apprentices for dentists, just oh. hacking kids' mouths up. Yeah, like just that's their um, that's their fucking before trial. you make it into a <laughs> into a closed building, you're in the trailer. You're oh. the trailer park dentist. Yeah, wow. Trailer I still park remember them just like pinning the side of your gums back and trying to do a filling or something like that. It was just cruel. I don't think anyone had liked going to the dentist. No, it was just creepier just being in a trailer too. Yeah, yeah, just walking into a trailer. Hey, how you going? You need your tooth fixed? Yeah. Just, There's always a problem too. When I started going to the – it must be like school funding or yeah, something yeah. like that, however it worked. But once you actually start going to a dentist, like, oh, they actually care. They actually want to hold your mouth back a little bit. <laughs> no, but I just drove past the other day and I was like, Hoo, flashback. Hoo. Hoo. Oh, fuck you, bro. I'll never be in one of those. Yeah, again. I'm going, yeah, sucks for you kids. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking – I actually do remember that now you, now you speak of it. Um, I was going to talk about a couple of news and sport things, but I was pretty fucking slack this week. There's a lot of fighters and that retiring and that, but I think we might cover it a bit more, a bit more next week. Um, yeah. moving on to a bit of motivation though, there was a fucking, um, there's a real good one I found this week and it's from, uh, Psychus, I think motivation it's called on Instagram. So I'll just, I'll just play this one. Every single good thing that happens in our lives, everything comes at a cost. There's nothing for free. Somebody with an incredible career has no relationship with their kids, right? Everything comes at a cost. But at the same time, everything we struggle with has opportunity and lesson that goes with it. It's always balanced, right? And so whenever anybody tells me this great thing, I'm always like, yeah, but at what cost? And was the cost worth it? Sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. And when something horrible happens in someone's life or something goes sideways, I always ask, but what did you learn? The whole golden circle and the concept of why came out of me losing my passion and hating work. I I went through depression. I never want to go through that again, but I'm really glad it happened because it, look at what it's, it's given me an entirely new life view. 
That's an um, interesting perspective, eh? Like, as in, I think personally that the balance of everything is the hardest thing to do as a parent that's trying to turn a dream into a reality. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm fully aware right now that I'm working too much for the balance. Yeah. But that's because I've set myself a goal to not be doing what I'm doing now. And, you know, it's communicated with my wife saying, hey, I'm fucking really busy at the moment, but this is what it's for. Like this time I will, won't be doing as much, you know. I think if you are that busy and you can't spend that as much time as you want with your family and stuff, you've got to have a reason and like set a time where it won't yeah, be Yeah, you've like got to have that time set. If they don't see that there's not, it's not going to change, that's how it just goes to shit, eh? Yeah. Fucking proper. Yeah. So I think even though it's hard at the moment, yeah, it's just all about fucking that balance, man, and just making sure that if it's unbalanced, find a way to fucking start steering it towards the other thing. If it's more time with your kids or if you need to work more, you know, just it's just about fucking finding what works. That comes for you. down to too, like um like sports and everything. Mm. Like you're really dedicated to your footy or anything, man. Motocross or something anything. like that. That's right. You gotta 100%. have that just gotta have that balance and that downtime where you commit everything back to your partner and stuff like that. And that's how you have hopefully a successful fucking life and you stay together. That's right. And like he's talking about, um, talking about like going through depression because of that sort of thing there. And like I I've said from the start, like I'm never gonna be one to say that I'm I've been depressed and I like I'm fucking anxious as fuck, but I'm never gonna be one to say I'm depressed or I've been depressed and I know what you're feeling and rah rah rah, but I think it's just important to understand what people could be going through, like and feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I found this thing that I want to share. His name's Rich Wilkerson Jr. and it was on Low Key Escape and on Instagram. And I feel like it just sums up, you know, for someone who might not have copped at what someone could be going through. Having anxiety and depression is like being scared and tired at the same time. It's the fear of failure, but no urge to be productive. It's wanting friends, but hate socializing. It's wanting to be alone, but not wanting to be lonely. It's feeling everything at once, then feeling paralyzing numb. Yeah, that's that yeah, pretty, pretty fucking wild like mix of emotions to have at the same time, eh? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like like if you're lucky enough not to have suffered from depression or anxiety, you know, it's what someone could be going through that you'd appreciate, you know what I mean? Because I remember years ago when there was nothing to worry about, I didn't really understand what the fuck it was about, you know what I mean? Before the stresses of too much come into play, like start of the apprenticeship sort of shit or end of school and you're going, oh, what the fuck's wrong with them? Like as in, you know, yeah. before you got taught like, learnt about what people could be going through and the stresses of life and shit. And, um, yeah, I just feel like growing up, you know, getting yourself out of that culture of like harden the fuck up sort of thing, you know, just understanding that this bloke might be fucking copping something like that in his own head, even if you don't understand what he's, de- like, you know, dealing with. Yeah, that's right. I think <clears throat> the only part I've dabbled in with it, it's caused by, like, deprived sleep, Yep. Like no sleep you sh- or work's not going well or you're having a, uh, an argument or a fight with someone and then you're overthinking that and then that all draws to a point. And like yeah, deadlines and that. Deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And that comes back to the balance, doesn't it? Yeah, that's balance. And then also you might be hustling and going hard, 
but yeah, you got to have a look on the other side too of who's around you, your kids, your family, and go, hang on, just because I'm I'm happy, fucking maybe they're not just just open your eyes to yeah, it. Yeah, that's quicker right. than um, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And that that's what I that's what I mean. Like if you are hustling and you know the balance isn't right, you just need to make a bit of a plan to make it right. Like you don't have to do it right there because obviously people have got commitments and shit. But it's just fucking important, that balance. And there's just one more here, old Jordan Peterson, man. I fucking, I'm a massive fan of his. Um, this is for people who might be fucking copping heap of head noise. Don't underestimate the hole your absence would leave. Mm. You know, each of us, we're remarkable creatures and we have something to offer to the world to our the people we love, to the world at large. It's our responsibility to make that manifest, and we move a little farther away from paradise every time that doesn't happen. Mm. Really, really. So that one was off um, Success Goat on Instagram, and, I, like, I just reckon everyone has something that they truly enjoy doing, even if they haven't found it yet. Like, as in... We talked about it a while ago. We listened to one where our mate was saying, like, you just got to move forward. Like, if you're just stuck in a rut or something, I feel like you just need something that you can go and do that just frees your mind up a bit. If it's fucking fishing, if it's um, going to the gym, if it's fucking going on a ride on your motorbike, if it's going for a drive in your car, cranking tunes, anything, or just something productive, eh? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just... I reckon people who are copping, like what old mate was talking about earlier, explaining having anxiety and depression, but they don't have a way to release that shit or turn their mind to something else, I reckon that's how it'd fucking spiral, eh? Yeah. Yep. So this episode is proudly brought to you by Oswide Freight. That is O-Z-W-I-D-E Freight. Oswide Freight is 100% Australian, family-owned and dedicated to providing a reliable service that has the flexibility to suit you. Their business is constantly evolving, looking for ways to improve their service and exceed their customers' expectation. Oswide's depots are based in Rocky, Mackay, Proserpine, Townsville, Cairns and Perth and service all surrounding areas weekly. If it fits on a pallet, they'll freight it. Apart from the obvious no-nos like humans, exotic animals and drugs. Pretty much anything else, they've got you covered. If this sounds like a service that you could use, give Lukey and the team at Oswide Freight a call on 07 3275 or check out their website at oswidefreight.com.au. You can trust these guys to take care of your freight because to them, it's personal. Mate, I think we need to fucking um, let everyone know how we're going with the rude. So we said we were going to give him a call, but we've had some inquiries. We've had some people that are close to the rude that have sniffed him out without pestering him because, like we said, we don't want anyone fucking annoying the rude. Yeah, yeah. We want to just get don't, on don't the rude. Don't be harassing anyone. That, that's right. But there's a few people that bump into him on a regular basis down where we're not going to say where he lives. And we've passed on a couple of messages in our contact details and um, we'll see how we go. So we'll give it a couple of weeks, see if they bump into rude to do that. Yeah. But – Worst case scenario, a bloke reckons he knows where his mailbox is, so he might have to send a personalised letter or start ringing around the local butchers and uh, bakers and candlestick makers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see how it goes. That's where we're on to with the rude. We're not fucking giving up on that yarn. But, uh, 
Mate, I needed to share a couple of things from the uh, the socials this week. So, do you know the old the old guinea pig video? Yeah, that yeah. That we put up? Yeah. Mate, this bloke has Oh, I did I did see that. Has absolutely blown his lid at the guinea pig video, bro. Yeah. He yeah. is fucking it's actually one of the best blow-ups we've had. And I'm not going to share the actual blow-up, but for a blow-up of that extent, surely this bloke is a passionate guinea pigman. Yeah, yeah, he's got a guinea pig farm. Mate, he's a fucking, like, I always thought that they were only a children's, like, pet or something, but I don't, like, apparently not. Like, adults must fucking have them too. <laughs> like he, like you said, do you reckon he's a farmer? He a guinea pig a farmer? Breeder. Have you ever met one? A guinea pigman? A no. guinea pig farmer? No. Neither have I. I've never, I've never fucking met one. It was always the weird mums that got at them for their kids too. Surely, so we're going on to guinea pig farmers here. I, I reckon. Do you reckon they leave the guinea part out when they're talking? Pigs. Yeah. You reckon they just say, "Oh, farmer, pigs, pig, pigs, pig farmer, oh, for sure, yeah, farmer." Oh. Kids go and feed. Yeah, oh, pigs. Or, or, you I know, hate not. Like I'll set the scene right. Yeah. You're at a barbecue, and it's a kid's. It's a kid's birthday. And, you know, all the other dads, you know, you rock in. Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah. And you're all over at the barbecue, hands on the hips, fucking, oh, mates, into a few beers. You want a beer, mate? Yeah, yeah. Say, hey, what do you do, bros? Oh, I'm a farmer. Farmer. Yeah, what are you? What are you? Oh, pigs. Pigs. Oh, you're like meat pigs? Oh, guine- guineas. Guineas. Oh, mate, if there's one bloke there that's had over six beers, he'd go, ha! <laughs> Fucking guinea pigs. <laughs> every Aussie no, bloke yeah, would say that. Fucking guinea pigs, mate. What the fuck's going on there? You'd always have to have two hustles going so you didn't have to say that. Mate, oh, mate, it'd go. Ah, oh, just retire, you, know, you can imagine, oh, mate, oh, mate, you know, runs in the family, come from a long line of piggers, you know. <laughs> Dad was a pigger. Granddad was a pigger. Started with the great-granddad got us into guinea pigging. <laughs> long hair, short hair, you know it. Fucking we brewed it, mate. Fucking full of guineas at our place. Just fucking Squeakville, they call it. But, uh, yeah, that, it just blew me away because I'm going, this bloke is that passionate about his guinea pig. Did anyone come back to us of because um, I didn't Google it where the guinea pig come from? Oh, I don't know. I didn't no, really. Just a big bloke. Yeah, I think, it was, <laughs> I think it was the big fucking bloke. I thought bro. I was bad at English, that bloke. Mate, I go. It was so, like he's shaking with his phone in his hand as he um, commented. Yeah, that's right. This is what I want to know. Farmer wants a wife. Would he get a run? 100%. You reckon? The guinea pig farm? 100%. You reckon? Because I'm going, like, farmer wants a wife. Don't chicks like them? But say, so this is where I'm getting with farmer wants a wife. This is, this is what I reckon. They like, now I'm not a woman, but like the physical side of a farmer. You know what I mean? Like he's herding the cattle in, he's fucking physical move, throwing bales of hay. He's fucking, you know, on the horses all shearing sheep, dragging them around, and they're going, oh, yeah, look at that man, you know? What are they all crowding around? Oh, yeah, move that cage to a fresh piece of grass. Oh, yeah. Cut those Fucking, raw carrots. Yeah, cut those carrots. <laughs> Fucking, well, like, what are they getting out of that? The guinea pigmen. Yep. Move that cage, bro. Spread that seed. Freshen that hay. I just do not want this to turn into the snag dog thing. Well, I'm sort of, I don't mind because I'm no, over. I don't want to see guinea pigs. <laughs> Fuck it all. <laughs> but snag dogs, like, we fucking... I can see this one day we'll have to do, yeah, be some T-shirt and we'll be sitting here with two snag dogs or something. And a guinea pig. No, <laughs> not a fucking chance. <laughs> the animal pocket pussy. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, but yeah, it's just fucking. Um, so you reckon Farmer wants a wife? They'd get him on. Yeah, they'd definitely guinea, give it a run. Yeah, guinea pig, guinea, guinea yeah. pigment on there. Fucking oath. Is there stud guineas? Fucks me. Like, do you know how there's stud bulls, stud cows? Oh, not stud cows. Stud bulls, stud horses. Do they have a guinea pig stud? I don't know. And, and where do they stop milking them? Like, where does it start to get weird milking animals? Like, as in, she's play on with bulls, apparently. That's how you get sperm out. It's all good. Horses, yeah, they do the same thing. Is there a $20,000 guinea pig getting milked out there? I don't know, but I'm that tempted now to buy your kids, five or six of them, in a pen. Mm, yeah, you know? they'll, they'll last long. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, you walk around the corner, our mate's in the yards milking the bull, and you go, oh, that's a bit wild, but right, eh? Milking the horse, okay, yeah, yeah. If I, walked, off. if I walked around the corner and someone was milking a guinea pig, I would fuck right off quick. That is dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> Surely that doesn't happen, man. <laughs> oh, man. You're obsessed. Yeah, well, it's just obs- it's just consumed me, the guinea pig, the guinea, guinea pigman. But um, <laughs> when you said the dog, though, I, I still remember this fucking yarn the old boy used to hit, the, hit me mates with. Like, they'd get a new dog, right? Like, they'd probably be like 18 or 19. New male dog. Oh, here's me dog, dog. Oh, boy, go, oh, have you pulled him off? And they go, hey, pulled him off? And he goes, yeah, it's the only way you get him loyal, mate. And they go, what, really? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, you got to pull him off. Otherwise, he won't listen to you. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, righto. And he goes, oh, everyone knows that, mate. Pull him off, he'll fucking be your best mate forever. And he's like, righto. <laughs> And then just off they go. I don't know if they pulled him off or not, but just fucking. So that was the story. Do you remember that story of our mate? Um, he walked into the yard, one of our mates, and he caught another mate doing it. But he's True. like, wait, 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 wait. Like the vet, it was something must have got stuck on a fence or whatever, and he had to like massage. The, oh, Troy had to pull him off. Yeah, but he goes, walked in the back, like walked through the back gate and fucking box of beers over his shoulder, fucking thirsty Thursday or Friday, whatever it was. And then, yeah, he, he's, old, old he's old mate with the fucking vastly out <laughs> jacking his fucking dog off. It was, like a 15, it was like a 15 minute breakdown. Oh, imagine that though, getting walked in on like that. You'd you'd have some explaining to do, right? You'd oh, you'd nearly say, "Brush, you got fucking two minutes here to explain what's going." If on. I knew me mate was coming over, and I, that was a thing that had to happen during the week, it wouldn't be happening that afternoon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, Diesel, you're not getting pulled off the staff. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. <laughs> comes through the door of the groceries. Have you jacked Diesel off yet? Yeah. Yeah, just in a sack, doll. He's a bit tricky today. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, <laughs> I think we fucking move on from that. But yeah, shout out to guinea pigs. Yeah, wait for guinea pigs to fucking jerk a dog's off. Yeah, bit of a wild yarn, that. Uh, one other one that I wanted to get to on the socials was did you know the sits to piss video? That <laughs> Sheila rang up, you know, about blokes sitting to piss. Yeah, yeah. And now we're like, what's fucking going on? Yeah, yeah. She. She commented on the thing. She goes, my husband sits to piss and so glad he does. It tagged him as well. So glad he does. We have three sons also, so I'm thankful not to be cleaning piss off the floor every day. Husbands and sons do all women a favour and sit the fuck down. 
I got on my own personal profile and wrote wife with an asterisk, like wife, your wife sits. And fucking she goes, yeah, no, makes my life easier. Hats off to all the men that sit to piss. What's the word simp? Is that that? Is that the good word for that that I'm learning? Simp? Because, like, he's probably not even allowed to have a beer on the couch in case he spills it. Like, yeah. Cook inside on the stove, not on the barbecue. (laughs) Bit of OCD there. Bro. Like, seriously, let your bloke stand to piss. Teach your kids, your boys to stand to piss. If they piss on the seat or the floor, fucking get them to clean it up. Put a urinal in the shed. Oh, just... But you know what I mean? Like just trouting off saying my husband. Like yeah. imagine being that bloke. He's just been tagged saying my husband sits to piss. He's probably going, oh, darling, what have you done to me? <laughs> Reach out, mate. We'll have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, but, yeah, I was, just, I was blown away by that. I'm like, fair enough if your husband, like if that's what you do in your household. But – Publicly tagging him and being like, "My husband sits." Oh. People just sometimes people don't have the social skills. Eh? <laughs> Man, it's just insane, you know. Just he might be all fun. about it. Yeah, m- might be, but yeah. <clears throat> might be. But by the sounds of that, she's just running the roost, and she makes them all sit. That's what I got out of that. I'm going, holy fuck, that's not on. There'll be dabbers. As yeah, well. yeah, they. D- that's the that's the thing I want to know is that when they do sit, do they reach through and give it a shake between the legs, or do they wipe? <laughs> Fuck, heaps of wild yarn today. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, we'll move on from all that sort of stuff. <laughs> got, got a few nicknames now. One of these nicknames I reckon is nickname of the year. I'm going to leave it till last. So Robert comes in. He said, we have a lad on an oil rig. He's, uh, he's called The Shed because ne- he never moves and he's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, Paul reckons I work with a dead set dropkick who uh, come to us with a nickname. The drivers from his previous workplace called him Google because he knew fucking everything. When I met, his, when I met this crayon eater, I changed it to Wikipedia. Wiki for short because he thought he knew everything, told us he knew everything, but he was full of shit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and I love that. So how you started it. Um, you or uh, I met this dead set drop, drop kick. kick. Yeah. That is one I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, drop kick. But yeah, it just yeah. sits different with me. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, me like, too. Across the flats, you're and I might just drop. go. You're a dead set drop kick, mate. Yeah, you, <laughs> mate. You are a drop kick. Yeah, I like it. You're a fucking drop kick. Yeah, that's <laughs> that <is> good, isn't <laughs> it? Just not. You're not a normal kick, cunt. You're a drop kick. Uh, this one, I reckon for me, just ticks all the boxes when it comes to nicknaming. So he goes, this chick got called Body Parts because her name was Tony Hancock. <laughs> Four body parts in one name. Yeah. Tony Hancock. Hancock. I like it. That's a beauty, isn't it? Oh, body Parts. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a fucking, that was a beauty. <clears throat> now, while we're on the topic of good yarn. Right. Remember we talk about Baku? Yeah. This now, I think we've mentioned it before, but Baku's the name of a bloke who we worked with, we did our apprenticeship. Now, this bloke I reckon is undefeated for me in just things I remember him saying and just the wit, like the quick-wittedness yep. and just morale, just always in a positive sort of thing and could bring the boys up with a bit of a laugh in any sort of situation, right? 
Yeah. Like, as in you'd pull up at the swipe card gate, you'd be a bit too far away, and you go, fucking hell, mate, I'm not from Longreach. Yeah. Like, yeah, shit like yeah. that. So, anyway, James, <clears throat> shout out to him. He said, you know, he, he was a few years younger than us at the port, and he said, fucking, um, g'day, boys, just listening to you uh, um, with Lockie Ando. I was just thinking about a few of the yarns I remember from Baku at the port. He goes, I was emptying a rubbish, uh, I was emptying the rubbish, and he's leaning on the skip bin and said, general waste. I wonder what war he was in. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's just yeah, fucking excellent. Yeah, that's right. Isn't it? Like, that's just fucking funny, man. General waste. <laughs> oh, and that, that brought you know, up. You know what I liked about him? You, yeah, yeah. you find those blokes um, you work with and they get everything, every one of their sayings out in that couple of week period or if not the fucking first day. Mm. That was four four years we spent with him. Still hearing new ones. Still hearing new ones. Still. And see, the I, OG of chat. That's right. And I pride myself on trying to do what he does and not trying to force a saying. Like, because you get blokes that hear a fucking... Um, like, they'll just come out with it. Yeah, yeah. Like that cunt at the mess ages ago who just goes, um, oh, what did he say? Fuck, I wish I remembered it. It was a perfect thing for that. Um. Oh, the, yeah, the, how you going, mate? The more you know, the more you got to do. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, that yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. you know? No, not the right time, bro. Like, not bad yarn, but not there. Yeah. But, you know, he was just, that's what I want to be too. You, you got to fucking pocket these beauties and you got to wait. You got to wait mate. until the the time comes and then you got to execute. Well, that's the hard part about being a good yarnman. <laughs> That's a fucking shirt. The Yarnman. Yeah, 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 that's right. We are the Yarnman. Yarnman. Might be a company name. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, so it brought on a thing. Like I saw a, a post the other, the other day and it's like um, uh, different ways to say yes. It was in our fucking that Alpha Boot uh, Blokes Carry On group. And it's, it's a thing where, like, Aussies, if we get asked a dumb question and the answer is yes, I'll barely ever say fucking yes. Yeah. You know, I'll always hit him with, there's a duck drag weed with a stiffy. Yeah. There's a bear, there's a bear shit in the woods, you know, all that sort of shit. Now, there's a few here that I fucking, I, I wanted to rattle off. So instead of saying yes, hear what you'll cop if you fucking ask a dumb question in CQ. Does a one-legged duck swim in circles? Yeah. Does the tin man have a sheet metal cock? <laughs> <laughs> Is a frog's ass watertight? <laughs> Does a rocking horse have a wooden cock? Does Stevie Wonder piss on his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Does Bill Cosby make a strong drink? <laughs> <laughs> That's my best one yet. Oh, I'm using that. That's fucking good, eh? It must be it must be bad, but fuck Bill Cosby jokes just still fucking make me. Oh laugh. yeah, like, I don't know, they get me going. Yeah, no, they get me going yeah. too. <laughs> fucking nice, they do, bro. That's good. We actually got a few. Um, like we only got a. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good, eh? Fuck me. We've um got a few carry-ons this week. Just from they're not from the actual call line. Got a, I went through a few like messages. Got a few actually a fair few from fucking a couple of poms and um a couple of kiwis. So we'll fucking get into that. Is it are they working good enough to hear it? You reckon? 
No. Nah. But I'll try, let's not. <laughs> we'll try it. Right, let's get into a few of these. G'day, blokes. Uh, listening to your potty and uh, can relate to the guy yeah. that's got home from a big night out and pissed in the washing machine. Um, unfortunately, I've done the same thing. Uh, <laughs> big night out. I think it was a work uh, Christmas party and uh, got home. Um, don't really remember too much, but um, I woke up with the missus fucking screaming her tits off because I pissed in the cutlery drawer at home. So I uh, spent a while cleaning cleaning it out. But uh, yeah, that was, that was a fucking funny story. There's another fucking one about the old piss after a work do. Do you know what? In the washing machines, that's all good. But in the cutlery drawer, he's in the cutlery drawer. What about um, the the whole work chat thing? Uh, the, The work piss up. I love it in big companies because you know, you know the quiet bloke? That quiet bloke who never says boo, they're just the fucking loudest. Like, they get fucking eight beers into a man and they're just, just, a, out of nowhere. just a weapon. Yeah. And then that's normally, that normally gets them win with all the boys then. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, Even yeah. though they're quiet at work, they they saw our mate running around the nude out the flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that night. Oh, what about work piss up? This takes a cake. And I'm not saying where it was, which side or anything, but we yeah, we got on the piss one day and uh, we were at a social club and fucking one of the boys wandered out the back. He was fucked, so he thought he'd put himself to bed. Went and had a sleep. So oh, we told this. Quite, have we? Yeah. Have we? Well, fuck, about, it might have been a while ago. Talking about, oh, mate, end up back at, on site. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've oh, did we? Oh, anyway, it was ages ago, but, yeah, I may ended up sleeping in the back of the ute and the shifties got back in the ute and took him back on site. Didn't realise till he was fucking in the car. They heard groaning from the crib room and <laughs> old mates passed out in the back of the fucking ute. <laughs> Just fucking blind no, on site. That still uh, blows me away that that happened. That's crazy, eh? He must have been in good form. But, yeah, no, that was funny. I'd love the like the turnstile security gate of like the photo of him lying in the back of the tray. Yeah, just going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like you've seen the security going, what the fuck? Mate, there was speed bumps on the way there too. Like through that path that they had to take. Surely they turned into a better story than it was and they weren't actually back in the crib room. But I think oh, they were. Oh fuck. It's just prompt. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Boys, Dylan here from the other side of the pond, loving the podcast, doing a top job. Yeah, I got a bit of a carry on for you. Um, I used to enjoy the females' company, bought and paid for, a bit of a rub and tug, you know how it goes. Pride to the missus, obviously. Anyway, guess to Sandy Superstars in Manchester, big shout out. And anyway, one day, picks this girl, gets back to the room, she says, Right, have a shower or wash your knob in the sink. So fuck the shower, let's get at it. So I've got my knob out and I'm washing away. Next thing she's come over. Well, boys, I reckon she's pulled some fancy soap out of summer because she's gone to town on me. Next thing, I've given it the old quiver and the... <laughs> and I've fucking blown it. Gone. 50 quid down the fucking drain. <laughs> anyway, she's trying to put a porno on, trying to get the team back on the field. Done nothing for me, mate. 50 quid for a wank in the sink. What a fucking carry-on. <laughs> That's, a fucking, that's unreal. Uh, yeah. 50 quid for a wank in the sink. <laughs> Should have had the shower, buddy. Oh, wow. That's fucking unreal, that yarn, though, isn't it? That is unreal. 
Would have been spewing. Some fancy soap. <laughs> See? Poems. You got some good yarn on them. Love it. Don't they? Great stuff, mate. Move it on. All right, boys. It's uh, Joe Baker, baby maker, UK correspondent here. Been listening since you were on old JC's podcast. Um, bit of a carry on for you. It was like a stag do, or as you boys like to say, Bucks party <laughs> at the weekend. Um, and there was a few boys there we didn't know. One was this big fucking Irish bloke. He had um, he had the Olympic rings tattooed across his back. You ask him what he did in the Olympics. He fucking watched it. <laughs> he ain't never been. He's not even. A, he's not an athlete. He's not in. He's don't do nothing. He just. Uh, <laughs> he just. Uh, just fancy getting the rings tattooed across his back. If that's not a complete piss take, I don't know what is. What do you guys think? Get fucked. What the fuck? That'd be like me getting your last name on my back. Yeah. Like that's just. That is something you. <laughs> that is fucked. What would inspire a cunt to do that? I don't know. Wow. Imagine being the tattoo artist. Bit weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you do, mate? Ah, oh, fuck all. Just watched. Just went and seen it. Oh. There'd be tattoo artists that would refuse, wouldn't they? Just saying that. Nah, you have to be, yeah. Not doing you that. You'd earn the right to fucking have this on you. Not doing that. Yeah. We need to get fucking old Tyson Evans on. Like yeah. a tattoo artist here. We fucking talked to him a while ago. He's keen, but I'd love to hear some tattoo stories of fucking, you know, <laughs> what people are coming and ask for, you know. like what, Oh, what? I'd love to, like, talk to someone that's been in, like, the tattoo world, um, like, 24-hour ones, mm. like on the like, King's Cross strip or something like that. Yeah, bud. Do you know what I find? Or even Thailand and Bali, some of, the, like, the Aussie ones that own um, tattoo studios over there, that have oh, some funny-ass stories. Do you know what I find funny? When someone actually gets a tattoo... And they're at work or they're out and then they're like, oh, yeah, just got this done. And then old mate comes over, he hasn't got one. And he goes, yeah, bro, I'm going to get a dragon and it's going to fucking come from my finger, like all the way up my arm. And then it's like the wings are going to be like across the back and then the claws are going to go that down. That was my most hated chat through oh, our apprenticeship because bro. that was every one of those blokes at that time. Remember, it was like a competition. Oh, oh, mate, get his arm done. Next week, oh, mate's got further up his. But but some blokes will never get one, but they're just like, they. and then I have a new idea every week, and it's like, oh, bro, I'm just going to get like this big mangrove here, and it's going to fucking, and you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> you fucking aren't, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a carry-on, eh? Proper. <laughs> I just, that brought back some anger. Look, one of the boys from fucking work, he got a massive leg sleeve, man. Like, he, it's from up here and it looks prime. It's all like the Greek gods, but it's really good artwork. Like, looks fucking great. Yeah. And um, he said when he was in the middle of getting it done, he went out on the street. Our mate was having a durry and, you know, just stretching the legs a bit. And he said this bloke walks past, uh, like this old crackhead dude. And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'll just get the tattoo. He's like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, that's sick. I'm getting me back done. And then and they're like, oh, yeah, right, eh? And he's like, yeah, fucking, yeah. Like, told him the bit, the big yarn about his whole back. And this tattoo artist is like, oh, yeah, come in here, bro. I'll draw it up for you. And then he's like, nah. Just walked off. <laughs> like, fuck off. Come. Yeah, but it is a carry on in itself, isn't it? Yeah. Just that whole fucking yarn. <laughs> oh, move it on there. Tough stickers. <laughs> How's it going, fellas? Um, 
listen to your podcast here from across the ditch. Fucking love it. Fucking get around it. Um, just listening to one of your podcasts going on about uh, wondering if the Sheila's a bit underage or what. So um, I've just seen this video fucking pop up and I thought it was a pretty good idea. But um, he's just got the young lass to go get her, get them around. Obviously, he's paid for it and just giving them, giving her the card and obviously she's going to get asked for ID and that's going to actually verify whether or not she's old enough so just a short and sharp one thought you guys might like that bit of of advice and yeah nah fucking get it up yeah cheers blades it's probably not a bad idea if you're a bit sus to just take them on like a go to a pub where your no ID gets checked eh? yeah or or you just tee up the bartender and say hey bit sus can you check her ID, bruss? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good idea without having to fucking infiltrate a wallet if you're a bit sus. Hey, it was not your dream girl and she was a month off being 18. Uh, surely you and can. And then she just, gets, she just gets walked out the club. Surely you can do it in a way where you're like, holy, you look young. And have a bit of a laugh and say, show us your ID. You look about 12. Yeah. Well, not, not that, but I mean, yeah. But like we've said, though, it is a dangerous I'm glad, world. I'm glad I'm... Never going to be in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Fucking nice. But no, nah, that's, a, that's a little tip there. Fucking not bad. Right, last one. Then you got to get the fucking night shift. Yeah, I keep watching that clock going, heck. Blokes, Brad here from New Zealand. So one of my best mates, his nickname's Two-Tone. And he managed to keep this a secret from us for years. And then one afternoon he just blurts out, Oh, boys, my cock's a different colour to my balls. Fucking blew my mind, mate. So, yeah, I was like, how could that be, mate? And he's like, well, i got a birthmark on my nuts. And, um, yeah, brown nuts, pink cock. It's like, what? How about that, mate? So, yeah, that's how we came up with the nickname Two-Tone. Cheers. Keep up the good work, boys. Imagine that. Two-Tone. Well, two-tone. Having the old fucking brown nuts, pink cock. What not Michael Jackson at? He had dramas, that cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a fucking few dramas. And don't touch kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was a fucking wild bit of gear. That bike. And Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Is that us? That is us, I think. I haven't, I haven't fucking got a joke. I've had too much on. Like I said, I'm hitting, I'm pretty much 24 hours old here. No sleep. Run on a dream. I think he's a fucking copped enough out of me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back on uh, Wednesday. We will. Fucking yeah. dribbling. Hopefully we'll have to get these fucking headphones sorted, dude, if we're going to be doing these wobblies and shit. Otherwise, that's fucked. If... Yeah. Anyway, that's our problem to sort out. And I uh, hope everyone has a fucking wicked Friday. And, Yeah. Stay out. Yeah, have a good weekend. Yeah, have a good one. Rip in off you. Fucking bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.